Cade Heather, sports editor here at the Vidette, and I'm joined by my good friend here, Jonathan Barlis. How are we doing today? Cade, it's another cold day in October. Uh, we're doing okay, still a little sick, uh, trying to get over that hump of... Getting there. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> Homecoming's over. Sunday scaries are also over. Uh, we're just trying to, you know, recap and recuperate, uh, as one would say, after another huge win for Illinois State football this week on homecoming, defeating the Southern Illinois Salukis 51-3. to yeah. And what a day for the birds, man. I mean, they came out swinging. Everything was clicking on all cylinders. Brady Davis, uh, we can talk about him first, actually, if you want to just get that out of the way. Brady Davis with his third MVC Newcomer of the Week award. Uh, he threw four touchdown passes for 118 yards and also in the first quarter rushed for 45 yards, although those, some of those tackles for loss brought that back right. but regardless Brady Davis you know right. essentially the catalyst for all the offenses uh, work especially yeah I think he really got the offense going early I mean he was running the ball a lot usually we like to see, usually he do, we see him like to scramble a lot but this game he got out of the pocket looked more comfortable running the ball I think I mean he was finding the he was finding the open holes and everything he was he was getting downfield mm-hmm. um, and I think he got the offensive going he got the offense going early but he only made 15 passes, but he was That's very true. efficient. He was 10 for 15 when they were passing. Uh, they were very efficient uh, finding the open man. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game was all about the run. It game. was. This it was, was all the run. This game. was all about James Robinson. And James Mark Robinson Smith. with a career career milestone day, rather 12th yeah. Redbird in program history to rush for over 2,000 yards in a career. Uh, matched or actually broke his single season or single game record of 200 yards with 202 this game. And along with Robinson, Markel Smith put up 143 himself. Yeah, so in, incredible. I mean, this was only the second time that these two guys have ran for over 100 yards together. Uh, together essentially, yeah, together. together in the same game. Uh, last time was last season. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the offensive line really had it going this game. They stepped it up and they provided a lot of. Uh, Room for uh, Robinson uh, yeah, to run. A lot of room for for yeah. For as both as them uh, run, I mean. as offensive lineman Garrett Hurst said last week, you know they uh, they struggled a little bit up front from the early going, and it seems like they came out mm-hmm. this week and fixed everything wrong with what Garrett thought last week was wrong right. with them. And they came out and they created all this space for Robinson and Smith to run. And I mean, obviously the numbers don't lie anymore. They both yeah. put up I'm, almost 150 plus games each. And when you look back at it, this offensive line is super young yet super talented. And if they can figure it out from early on, you can't stop them. And, you know, like Hurst said, Robinson could have easily had 200 plus yards last week. And now, it looks like the fruit of their labor has shown in one week, especially on homecoming, too. That's a big win on homecoming. Huge win, yeah. uh, A struggling Southern Illinois team and comes in, and they just get dominated. Yeah, ISU took advantage of that. I Absolutely. mean, they needed a big win here heading into an, uh, I mean, the biggest game of the season next week, it, so it, they needed some momentum. It's to not arguably it. the biggest game. It's yeah, not It's it, not maybe the big. It is the it biggest is. game of the season. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like you said, I mean, the offensive line had it going. They provided so much room for the running game, uh, but they they helped out Brady Davis as well, mm-hmm. gave him room to run, gave him plenty of time in the pocket. Absolutely. He might have been sacked once. He, I think he was sacked maybe twice. once or twice. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was nothing like... There's nothing like the few games before that no, against Missouri He didn't State seem rushed. He, did, he didn't seem complacent in the pocket. Yeah, he made a couple throws, a couple bad throws here and there, a couple right. off, a couple off target, a little bit overspent, over downfield a little bit. But you know, uh, Brady's still learning. 
he's in that learning curve and within mm -hmm. that learning curve looking back is sometimes maybe the best way to move forward and I know in the press conference this past week he talked about getting caught in the pocket too much and you know he just wanted to make a big play and roll out and you know use his the rocket arm that he does have like Josh mm -hmm. Allen apparently yeah. <laughs> uh, he wants to just take off and get it going from right there and that's that's mm -hmm. a little fire you see but in a younger quarterback and a junior transfer quarterback who's you know first starting position comes at the FCS D1 level uh, knowing you know the right way and the wrong way to mm -hmm. you know pick your pick your spots whether you want to roll out or stay in the pocket try to make a good pass it just all comes along with experience and timing so uh brady's still figuring it out obviously he could put up four touchdown passes every week yeah. if he wanted to but and what i liked from him is that he was spreading the ball around the field absolutely yeah i mean he he got all four touchdowns were to four different guys i mean he got edgar into it braxton mm -hmm. haley edgar's second career touchdown they, all, they all got multiple receptions and you know it, it wasn't as much as last week we saw mostly targeted he was mostly targeting only schnell yeah sometimes was haley was in there, in there well so I, that's what i like this week he, he spread the ball around more everybody got a touch everybody four four different guys got a touchdown so mm -hmm. the most surprising thing about this game was going into it, DJ Davis, the running back for Southern Illinois, yeah. ranked number two in the MVC. They held him to 40-something yards. Yeah. Actually, not even. I think 20, 24, 24 yards. yards 24 on, yards on out of carries. DJ Davis. And that, like you said, that was definitely the most surprising thing. That was the one thing that we thought would be dangerous for, our, exactly. for Southern. That was the one thing that right. probably this defense was worrying about. And, wow. They, they prepared. Really, yeah. They, it, 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 was, it, was, it was an inadvertent show of just preparation and poise from the defense again this week. I mean, yeah. they held them to They're three points. Consistently, they've just been putting up dominant, I mean, like yeah. just, you know, shutting down shutting down. There's not really much really more cool. to talk about with the defense because it seems like every week they just do something right. Even when they do something wrong, they're still doing things right the right way. And yeah. you hold the number two running back in the conference going into that game on homecoming to 24 yards, that, that right. says something to North Dakota State going into Saturday. They're going to hold down yeah. these top MVC running backs and Robinson by the way is now number two in the rankings he's nine yards away from being the top leader in yards and two touchdowns away from leading in that category but regardless shutting down a number two running back in the conference that that's a bold statement going into the biggest game of the season yeah uh, yeah I would agree I mean that it was that's huge for ISU I mean that's, this is a huge momentum game mm -hmm. picking up these last two wins I mean after we after we saw that loss at Missouri State we we knew that these next two games at home are going to be mm -hmm must wins like even they like they, they were must wins heading into what everybody knows is the toughest uh, part of the schedule here. absolutely and as we hit the toughest part of the schedule we hit the toughest game in the year for illinois state facing north dakota state saturday kate yeah what do you think yeah. about this well i mean it's always going to be north dakota state we always know they're they're the top team in the conference nobody can beat them they're still undefeated you know they win the conference they're literally they're like essentially an FBS program. Years. They're an literally, FBS yeah. program. I mean, it's literally it's like past six years they've won this conference, so they are always the team to beat. But I think uh, this week, I think this is clear. This is clearly the best matchup of the season. These are the two best teams in the conference. The most I entertaining think. game, most likely in the most conference this entire game. season. Um, I think Brady Davis is going to be up for a quite the challenge, um, and he's going to be up for something that he hasn't seen all season. Anything he hasn't seen. Uh, in his co collegiate career. So Absolutely. It's going to be a huge game, obviously. Um, 
You know, a young quarterback in Brady Davis, this is going to be a he, – he said this as well in his press mm-hmm. conference. He knows this has to be a career day for him. He knows this is probably going to be the biggest game of his life so far. Yeah. But as we look at the stats, you know, North Dakota State puts up 39.33 points per game, mm-hmm. and their average opponent's score that the points that they let up is 12.5. Now, North Dakota State and Illinois State apparently are more similar than we think. Illinois State puts up around 39 points per game, and their opponents also let up 12. So 12 and a half and 12 opponent scores, and around 39 for each. These are pretty evenly matched teams. Along with a mental mishap against Missouri State, I feel like Illinois State is deserving of a 6-0 record like North Dakota State. But, you know, as we see it from the offensive standpoint, they're both very, very similar teams. And it looks like this yeah. game's just going to come down to the complacency or the, the competence of the defense. And mm-hmm. if they can hold... Um, <clears throat> What is it, Easton, the quarterback? Yeah, Easton, Easton yeah, Stick. Easton Stick. Yeah. If they can hold him down, especially within the pocket, if they can pressure Easton Stick and you know keep their run game to a minimum, it's going to be the key to the game. If this defense is going to have to step up in a big way, especially if the offenses are as powerful as these two are. Mm-hmm. So going into and, this game, a yeah, couple of those I mean, like you were saying, like the, I think the key will be to put, apply pressure on Easton Stick. Mm-hmm. This the ISU defensive line. It's young, like they said. I mean, they're young, but they've been able. They've been kind of playing uh, uh, ahead of kind of what they've been expecting. Uh, they've gotten new guys in there starting this year, uh, and I think I think they've been they've been able to apply a lot of pressure on on the offensive front. I mean, obviously they're they're able to hold DJ Davis to 24 yards, which is that's, if they can. That's remarkable. Honestly. If they can do anything like what they did this last week, I think they'll they'll give they'll give ISU a chance. It's all about replication going into this week, and especially with the momentum game coming off homecoming. That's that's huge. ISU comes into this North Dakota State game with a lot, a lot, a lot of confidence and a lot, a lot of pride in their own program coming off of these two wins at home, especially a big one on homecoming as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how the offense responds to success rather than tribulation. So going into North Dakota State, a couple things on my mind as well as, well as a defense is how Robinson and Smith are going to do on the road, especially with the games that they had. Yeah. So Robinson, how are they going to bounce back? Like how I mean, how are they going to improve on what they just did? How are you know when you come can off they replicate of, yeah, exactly? That? Can if you come off a career game, right. Usually after a career game, tends to dip. Right. Numbers go down a little bit. If they can stay consistently around 100 yards each, I mean, I would love that. Of course, I would love both of them to do 100 plus. But you would think that Robinson would get more touches this week. You would think after coming off of a game mm-hmm. like that, especially you know he's number two in the conference. Teams all know who he is. He's pretty much going to be number one probably after this next week, in my opinion. How do you stop James Robinson? It seems like every single game he's throwing guys around with one know. arm and he's yeah. juking defenders left and, and right. And Mark Smith, I mean, especially they're both they're both. <laughs> Starting running backs. They're just running people over. I mean, Markel Smith averaged 13 yards per carry this last game. I mean, these guys are picking up first downs on each carry. Like, they're running over the defenses, breaking tackles. I... I don't know how exactly he's you stop he's a, him. he's an exciting player to watch, and you know when you have the luxury of having two starting running backs in your backfield, yeah. it's an exciting team. So and even it, if it, it's yeah, it's so much easier for them as well, because they can they can each sit out a couple plays. It gives them time to recover. It's not all on one of them. It, it just exactly helps out, helps out the, uh, a lot. Um, and another thing I think is is going to be a key here is is still going to be the ISU offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I agree. one reason. One reason for that is I'm looking at the stats here. North Dakota State leads the leads the conference in sacks. I mean they they're, they're up there. They've they've already put up 21 sacks on on uh, their opponents. And I mean if 
it's 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 gonna come down it's, it's to that. It's, come it's, down to this it's gonna come down to the trenches, down like we said. I mean, offensive line. especially especially the offensive line, as long as well as the defense stopping the run and stopping that pass from Easton is gonna be kind of like reversed for North Dakota State's defense as well. How do you contain Robinson? How do you contain mm-hmm. Brady Davis? And it seems like what their numbers are saying that they have the most stacks in the league. I would assume that ISU would probably be going or leaning more towards using Robinson and using him yeah. as a catalyst to start up the offense. Yeah. So in it's just about how the offensive line is going to respond to that. Right. They had a bad week. They came out with a win after a sluggish beginning. Uh, they had a really good win against Southern this past week. They looked great. You know, easily, like we talked about before, Garrett said Robinson could get 200 yards, and he did that. Uh, now it's about either replicating it or getting somewhere close because you need to have a game like this mm-hmm. against a team like North Dakota State. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's tough kind of looking at I mean, obviously this was a huge game for ISU last week, but you kind of have to look at it as they played the worst team in the conference. Now they're playing the best team in the conference, and it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be t- it's going to be it's going to be a tough tra- it's going to be a tough transition. Extremely hard to to Especially, replicate what they did last week. Right. When you're going up against North Dakota State now at, in their house <laughs> on the road. It, it, it'll be tough. It but, is the uh, toughest situation for ISU to face after essentially essentially a conference tune-up game on homecoming everything was seemed to going in their favor now they go from the bottom of the barrel to the basement all the way to the top to the defending champs of the league it's it's gonna be a test it's gonna be a battle of champions essentially with the two best teams in the conference going at it on saturday Cade, as we normally do uh, I think I am currently three and one in predictions for the predictions that we have done. I have no idea what your record is, but you've I think you've been wrong once. Two you're two and you're two and two, or, two and three. Yeah. I think we did we do four weeks or five. I think we did five weeks predictions on the podcast. So you know we're gonna have to go back and we're gonna have to we're gonna have, we're gonna have we to definitely commercial need to break to really quick. And, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to go look. Why don't you uh, start us off with a couple keys and a, a score column for you, Cade? All right. Well, obviously, this is the toughest matchup of the season, and I think the key, the biggest key to ISU's offense this week is just just go back to what they've been doing. Mm. Keep it simple. Give the ball to James. Give the ball to Markel. Keep the running game going. You got to start it off with the running game. Can't go out there throwing the ball all the way or all around. You know, the running game is what opens up the passing game, and I think that it just got to keep it simple like that against a team like North Dakota State. Don't try and do too much. Um, it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a tough game. I on the road, North Dakota State's on a roll. Mm-hmm. I think the Bison, I think the Bison Ooh. are gonna pull off the win in this one, but it will be kind of close. It's gonna I'm be a gonna close. Say, it's a it's it's a it's a coin it, flip. It's yeah, a toss it's a up. Toss it really up. is. It really is. But I, I'm gonna go ahead and say thirty to twenty one. Wow. I'm gonna say North okay. Dakota State pulls it off. That's that's a very like plausible score. I feel like that's a very very good score to go with. Uh, for myself. Like you said, Cade, North Dakota State's on a hot streak, but ISU comes off two big wins back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, both powerful offenses, both able to put up points quickly and efficiently. Uh, both running games are powerful, especially Illinois State's with Markell and Robinson in the back uh, backfield. Yeah. Uh, like you said before, the run game opens up that pass game, and keeping the game simple is what ISU needs to focus on. But the real key to this game lies in the defense. And how are they going to stop this powerful offense along with their own? How are they going to get that job done for Robinson, Smith, Davis, Schnell, Haley, everyone on the offense for them to be able to make plays on the other side of the ball? Mm -hmm. So with that defensive shutdown, it will essentially generate 
a win. I, I I hope if if ISU's defense can hold down, if they can stay hot, if they can stay up, I don't see ISU losing this game if the defense comes out and maybe they let up three touchdowns because you're not going to not let up touchdowns against the number one ranked team, uh, the F, uh, FCS right now. Um, so along with those couple things, that defense needs to stay locked down. The defensive line needs to get going along with the defensive line as well. Trench players, offensive line, they need to get it going too because without them, the running game can't open up. Yeah. And I hope that our boy Garrett Hirsch comes out with a fire because we need him. I'm going to go Illinois State on this one. I'm going to go a closer score than you. I'm going to go 27-24, fourth quarter field goal. I think ISU is going to pull it off in the last minute or two. I think I think there's going to be a two-minute drill of some sort. It's going to be close. It's not going to be a blowout. Uh, I think 27-24 is going to be my score for this one, buddy. I, I I mean I like it. I, that'd be that would be something else to see. see aside that aside aside Game the ana- aside the analysis aside uh, all the the, the right. jargon that we're <laughs> that we're talking about. I just want to see ISU win. I feel like they have all the yeah. I have all yeah, the tools absolutely. to do it. I think so. I mean it's going to be a close one. I really do. Uh, I really think that will they will definitely uh, give North Dakota State a run for their money. But I don't know on the road and uh, the Bison. The bison. I don't know. The bison. I don't know. It'll be a good game. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, that's all we have for you guys today, this time around. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at Vedette Sports and keep up, keep up with the latest on everything Illinois State Sports at VedetteOnline.com. Be sure to follow our paper on Twitter at The Vedette. This has been the Redbird Report, a uh, special post-homecoming edition. Where John and Cade signing off until next week. Cade, any last words? Uh, it's going to be a great game this Saturday. Uh, keep up on the live on the live tweets. We'll have some updates out there for the game. Uh, but tune in to next week's podcast. Illinois State plays North Dakota State this upcoming Saturday. Be tuned, everyone. Stay hot, birds. We'll be back next week.